Cutting for Sign with Ron Cecil and Daniel Pinterklein. The bad white men call him the devil. The Yavapai call him eyes like the sky. Okay, welcome to Cutting for Sign. Today's guest is George Cow. George Cow, you I've I've known you for over a decade, but this is the first time that we've been able to like see each other face to face in this whole time. We kind of have a unique origin story as far as friendship goes. But one thing that you that has always stood out about you to me is that you are I'm and I'm gonna use my own words and I'll let you use your words in just a moment, but you're a conscious business coach. And what I mean by that is that you know what it's like for people to want to do their business and the ickiness feeling that they might that might come up for them when they need to do something called sell <laughs> and sell themselves and market themselves. And no one likes doing it. It's a very rare thing, I should say, that someone feels that that's a congruent part of their calling or congruent part of doing business. And I've not met anyone ever who brings um, a kind of level of consciousness around that act like you do. And I've been following your work for a very long time. And it's inspired me. It's helped me a lot. I've put a lot of what you teach into practice. And it's just a gift that I get to now talk to you about and hopefully bring what you do to more people and, and help more people because it's an amazing thing that you do for entrepreneurs. Amen. Thank you, Ron. Well, and, and we before we started recording, I hope it's okay to bring this up, but totally, uh, you know, <laughs> I guess maybe ten years ago or so, you, yeah. you started you started mentioning that you would be you would be praying for me, yeah, and uh, like every day or whatever, or on a, on a consistent basis, and I was like, wow, <laughs> uh, like no nobody else does that, and uh, or at least nobody that I know that I that I am aware of that does that. And uh, and you and you still have been. I, I'm just yeah. incredibly grateful. And um, you are that is that is an immense gift, uh, and very very privileged. And yeah, I'll kind of tell briefly tell our story real quick. Like you were you were friend you knew somebody in the, on the Gmail team in the early days in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was I was actually in management training for Terminex at the time okay. in Anaheim, California. Yeah, and you know, early Google fanboy. I knew people yeah. from Stanford. I knew people who knew the guys from Stanford back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and there was a website that allowed people to trade Gmail invites <laughs> yes, yes, for yes. tangible goods, like right. brownies and knitted crocheted blankets and things like that, but not for money, not for money. Exactly. And I said, I will pray for somebody every day for a year for a Gmail invite. <laughs> I met George Cow, you and uh, and I don't know if you remember this, but you said, "Thank, this sounds amazing. I don't need the prayer, but my grandmother does." And and I remember pray, praying for your grandmother a lot. And then just over the years, I've continued to pray for you. And thank you, thank you. And it's a really kind of fun gift. And oh, I've watched goodness. your business bloom, and I'm just like, yeah. let that guy go. It's amazing. Well, it's, <laughs> and you you are there. You know, you and your spiritual support uh, is there. You know, I'm yeah. sure. And oh, many man. times when I've needed it. <laughs> so, so what what like what happened in your own life where you thought I know this feeling of discomfort around trying to 
to get people to trade money for what I do for, yeah. for your business. Yeah. And, and I don't like it. Or maybe you thought, actually, I, I don't mind it, but I can teach yeah. other people how to handle yeah. the stress. Yeah. And, and I, I, I love the premise of, of, of this podcast, right? Cutting for sign um, yeah. where it's like following the little signals along the way and are being observant. Yeah. Uh, being more observant. Yeah. about the little synchronicities or, or, or not synchronicities, just looking at the patterns in our life um, yeah. that, you know, kind of edges, egg us on into a certain direction or just kind of gently um, usher in opportunities or awarenesses for us that yeah. other people might not have because they don't have these, you know, you don't have the same experiences right now. Nobody yeah. does. And so I was thinking about this and this question of how, what brought me into this conscious way of doing marketing or selling, you know, I used to be extremely shy um, mm. growing up. Um, mm. Part of the reason is because we immigrated to, to, to the U S from, from Taiwan when I was uh, seven years old. Uh, anyway, I, uh, you know, grew up in a time where I was trying to learn the, the language of the mm. culture around me. And, um, you know, having a hard time with it. I mean, seven years old. Um, and so it was hard for me to make friends uh, in the beginning. And I was really shy. I was really, it was really hard for me to communicate. I was actually even bullied in my, my elementary school. I remember this because people thought I was weirdly quiet in class. I never spoke up. And, you know, uh, I guess yeah. that was a, many reasons to bully kids, right? Sure, were, yeah. You know, and that was one of the reasons. And, um, and the other thing that was a sign, or I guess it was one of the one of the mm. things along the way, was I was keenly aware of um, the adults in my life not enjoying their work. Oh wow! Um, and I think That's probably a big one. yeah, well, still right in our society. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the the these days it's called the fire movement. You know, retire early, financial yeah. dependence. Yeah. And most people in that movement, or most most of us, most adults. I mean, you know, what is a Gallup poll showing, or is a Gallup or Pew research, probably both, actually showing that the majority of workers are have some level of disengagement or great level of disengagement. Yeah. In their jobs. Yeah. So it's not unusual that people don't like their work. Yeah. Uh, that if if they were given the choice that they would stop working if money were no issue. Yeah. Okay. So that's another sign. So I first I have my lack of ability to communicate as one yeah. as one sign, and then noticing my own parents and you know aunts and uncles and and family friends not liking the work was another yeah. sign. And then um, the other uh, sort of sign, or I guess um, maybe luck of the draw is that my dad, uh, his work was essentially sales. Um, he, he, he owned a company. Um, it doesn't matter what the industry was, but he, he, as the owner of the company, he was essentially, most of his work was getting people to say yes to his yeah. products. Yeah. And um, so I think I grew up with that kind of feel. Um, mm. and, I, and, my, and therefore, not surprisingly, my brothers were... Uh, also picked up some sales jobs along the way. Yeah, and so all of these things mm. kind of brought me here, where it's like after I quit my previous job, um, I couldn't figure out what to do with my like I, I applied to some other jobs, and yet another sign I got rejected from all of them. Mm -hmm. I didn't even get 
interviews for almost everything I applied for. They didn't even mm -hmm. write back to me. Mm. So, so I, at that point, I'm like, okay, what do I do with my, with my, with my career? And I started helping my friends. I just said, well, you know what? I'm going to, uh, there's this thing called Facebook. There's this thing called LinkedIn, social media yeah. that I seem to be okay at. And my friends seem to be struggling at. So I, I was observing where I could help my friends mm. and my colleagues. I wasn't trying to make money doing it. I just was trying to be helpful. Mm. So I, 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 I did a session. I did some sessions with some friends, just helping them out. And one of my friends, this is another sign said, Hey, uh, you seem really good at this. Maybe you should like do this as a career. I'm like yeah. I never even thought of it. Yeah. Maybe, you know, and, and, and he actually said, maybe you should sell a, an online class. And this was back in the mid two thousands. Or no, I'm sorry, the, the, the late the, the late 2000s. So yeah. sort of like it was already getting getting into the place where like online courses were starting to become a thing. Yeah. It's like maybe you saw an online class doing this because you so I'm like, oh well, I never thought of that, but I'll give it a try. So yeah. so that's kind of how I started. And so the people taking my classes were um, mostly self-employed people, entrepreneurs who needed to learn how to sell their products and services mm. online. And I seem to have that natural knack of doing it well, not surprisingly, because I grew up with parents and brother, you know, my siblings who were entrepreneurial and kind of sales oriented. But the way I was selling it back then was the way that I knew how to sell, which is to do whatever was necessary to get you to say yes. Mm -hmm. Which is how most sales are taught. Right. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's like, well, uh, what, 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 what do you need me to say? I'll say mm -hmm. whatever you want me to say, <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and I'll use whatever tactics like scarcity and pressure and whatever. Yeah. So this is 2009, 2010. Mm. That's all I knew. And I was learning from additional sales experts. Yeah. And that's what, that's all they, that's all they knew. That's yeah. all they taught. Yeah. And so over the time, uh, over those couple of years, I noticed my conscience was just kept on wearing away at me saying mm. no there's you're not you're not aligned with your with your deeper values mm. and, and and ron maybe your prayers were <laughs> <laughs> you know spirit was continually saying there's a better way there's a yeah. better way of doing this. Oh, you, you don't need to sell your soul essentially mm -hmm. to to make sales mm. so i had to figure I out think, that i think way. you like that statement you don't need to sell your soul to make sales that's like who someone needs to hear that right now and yeah. and like hold on to that one because that's yeah that's the that's the chasm we come up to when we've when we need to eat right yeah we need to yeah. eat and sometimes it feels desperate and and we get to that moment where i'll do anything i'll say anything yeah. i'll do anything like you said earlier and and i have been in enough sales positions where i was there too i had all yes. the I don't know if I said it when we were recording or not, but in that management class, yes, coming into management, you get through, you get put through all that training and you get put through all that stuff and yeah. trying to get to the yes, getting, you know, nice day, don't you think? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, it's like it just starts to prime yeah. people, the kind of NLP yes. thing. That's right. And, That's right. And, <laughs> and I'm totally in in line with what you're saying, where it that begins to create uh, a a disconnection in our heart and our consciousness. Yeah. And, and we constantly have to put to, we have to numb out the part of us that is saying, wait a second, is this the actual right thing that's happening? And, and what you've done, and I, and I remember those early days, and I want to say, like, I never got the feeling in your early material that, that you were not 
above board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I but, definitely wasn't as bad as as some of the people I was learning from. But yeah, <laughs> but but I, but it's it still wasn't. Yeah, and I think I I always had, uh, you know, because I'm grateful to have in college, uh, in high school and college, I was very much into, you know, Christian studies and just into mm. the church and just really, mm. and I'm grateful because it really trained my yeah. sense of values. Yeah. Yeah. You know, otherwise I, I would, I would, yeah. So I, I think more than the mainstream, I had those values of sure what it's like to, you know, be like Jesus or try to aim in that direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm grateful for that. So I think that's always been with me, but still yeah. the, the, the sources we learn from in the, in the, in the business world uh, makes us um, e- essentially look at the other person at the other, on the other side of the table as someone to use, Yeah, you know, for our being able to eat yeah. <laughs> or for our being able to make our numbers. Yeah. That's the disconnect, like you said. Yeah. Um, it's like, how would I like to be treated? Right? <laughs> Coming back right. to the golden rule. Right. Do, right. If I knew the person on the other side of the table saw me as someone to use, would I, you know, yeah. It's like, it's like, well, first of all, if I, if I knew that, I, I wouldn't want to say yes to the sale if I was yeah. a customer, right? <laughs> and, but even yeah. if I wanted the product, I'd be like, God, I wish this, I wish, I wish this person actually cared because if this person mm-hmm. really cared, then they would just go the extra mile a little bit or at least use the time and energy to align with my care. Mm-hmm. And if they align with my care, they actually might make the sale even more quickly or more effectively, yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? That, that's it. So, so that's what I had to learn over time is to say, okay, I had to, I, I eventually sort of the conscience wearing down, uh, it, it kind of broke me at like 2012, 2013, I kind mm. of got into a spiritual brokenness where I'm mm. like, I can't do it this way anymore. Mm. And and I basically said, is there a diff? Could I just, <laughs> essentially, I was, I was essentially saying, could I just give it up to God and say, yeah. could I, could I, could I, could I trust God and, yeah. and, and do it the way that someone who was actually trying to live the spiritual life would do it? Yeah. I'm going to pause you right there real quick. Give me like three examples of what you mean by spiritual life. Like, okay. Like, what do you mean when, like, what principles, ethics, yeah, yeah, yeah. morality? Like, give me yeah. a couple points I mean, on that. So, the one biggest example is if I really believed that this life, this material life, mm-hmm. it's it's not all about making money, yeah, and and trying to survive. Like, if I if I really believed you know, like there's an afterlife or that there is spiritual support or that uh, there's a deeper meaning. You know, I don't know the people listening to this, what, what, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but it's like, if there's a deeper meaning to the moment of the sale, even. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not like the meaning isn't even to make my numbers. And, and the meaning isn't necessarily even to make sure that the customer buys the product and has a good experience with the product, that there's even a deeper layer beyond that. Yeah. If I believe that, then how therefore shall I live? 
<laughs> like yeah. how therefore shall I be in the moment of the sale yeah. if we're talking about that? Yeah. So, and, and that's one. And then, and then uh, like another example would be, um, do I trust enough that if I lived my values that I would somehow still be taken care of? Yeah. Like I would still be able to eat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And it and it's and, and I think most people uh, who are desperate in making the sale. Well, when I was, I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I, I think when I finally kind of had that breakdown, breakthrough spiritually, and just kind of tossed it out the window, uh, so to speak, and go, you know, mm. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to try to love people, man. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm really am. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what it's like to bring love into business, love with a capital L mm -hmm. and truth with a capital T into mm -hmm. business and mm -hmm. see what happens, man. I'm, I'm going to try to be really with the people mm. and truly try to serve them and try, to, and try to align with my conscience and see what happens. And I had to figure it out. Um, it, was, it was both beautiful and it was also messy <laughs> in, in some cases, you know, yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it did take me, you know, 2013, 2014, 2015 to kind of figure it out, mm. trying a lot of different things. And, and gratefully, by 2016, I, I, looked, I looked around at my business and I go, wow, it's so amazing because now I have a waiting list of clients. Yeah by middle of 2016, but it took me a couple of years of just trying different things to figure yeah. that out. Yeah. And now gratefully I, I um, am able to try to teach that as much as I can through my content and try to like inspire people to, to, to be, to be more aligned with their, with their conscience and their, and their work. So. What was some moments for you during those early years where you had to, where you realized you saw the signal, you saw the sign, Yes. And you go, that, that's the path I'm going. Yeah. And then like in nature, um, suddenly there's no sign. Suddenly there's not the broken twig right. anymore. What, yeah. So what did you do? How did you realign yourself? How did you center? How did you like yeah. find your path again in those moments? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> prayer. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, really. And, and um, yeah, I mean, really it's, it's, I think everybody has their own kind of uh, way when they, when, when they're broken down, it's like, what do I go back to? Yeah. It, it could be prayer. It could be reading certain things that they, that has helped that have helped them in the past. It'd be, you know, watching certain videos that, that encourage them it could be talking with friends, talking mm. with counselors, coaches, um, mentors, but all of the above. Uh, yeah, were helpful to me. Yeah, and, and <laughs> all the tools. That's good. <laughs> all, all the tools, whatever helps. But but just yeah. knowing, I think I think ultimately knowing that there is always support available. Yeah. Even though in like that example of in nature, you, you're trying to find the path because you're not seeing where the path is. Yeah. If you just pause and stand there or sit there yeah. and yeah. breathe and know that there is invisible support even if you can't yeah. see the visible support there's invisible support yeah 
there are there are there are the rons who are praying for you (laughs) (laughs) visible forces that's right that's really interesting i i grew up in a christian tradition as well yeah and uh actually you know i went to school to be a pastor and was a lay pastor for for a decade um but could never you know, vocational ministry didn't feel like the right move for me. Yeah, yeah. But this one-on-one um, understanding, exploring, unpacking, repacking. Yes. This journey that we we call life that is yeah. both very material yes. and also spiritual, extra, yes. something. Yes. That we just know that there's something else going on. We know that this there's a tangible feeling that you and I share, love. Yes. Yes. That extends outside of us and into humanity and in, even into our pets, right? Like it's like yes. there's something yes. we can't quite like feel, but we call it love and it's way bigger than us. Yes. Yes. And and that has always compelled me. Like I can't get away from it. I've tried to get away from it. I've tried yeah. to go. It's all material. It's yeah. all just matter. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. and when I slip out of that, I, I, I continue to run into this force of love that is changing things and changes people. Yes. And to your point earlier about prayer and using all the tools, and I don't want to, I don't want to gloss over using all the tools because goodness gracious, like, <laughs> they're all necessary. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. back to that point of prayer, um, I, I just crossed seven years of um, of not drinking. Wow. And it was wow. in my early days of, uh, I, I used AA. I, don't, I think there's yeah. all kinds of ways to skin a cat, but sure. Um, but I was watching my fellow non-drinkers, alcoholics. Yes who would never in a million years walk into a church, never in a million years call themselves spiritual, right? never call themselves Christian, never say they believe in God. Yes. But they would say, I got on my knees today and I asked for help. Yes, yes. And, and help came and they yes. would begin to tell us That's how right. they got help. Yeah. And, yeah. and I thought, I've been in, a, in, and that's, you know, that's more than five, six years ago now. And I thought, there's a mystery. Number one, there's a mystery. Why That's does right. help come? But it does. It, yes. and, and we just have to accept it. But I think the other right. part of it, and you, and you mentioned this a little bit earlier, is in that stillness, prayer is a signal to our nervous system that I'm now on the watch. Yes. And I'm now receptive <laughs> yeah, yeah. for help. And and I think that's why it's such a strong and ancient human tradition across so many different yeah. religious facets because somewhere in there our ancient ancestors thought something about this works when we yeah. ask for help <laughs> yeah and it's a neat tool that we still have and and i yeah. i work uh, probably that's probably the second or third thing i work with most of my clients is helping them learn how to pray yes and it's oh. a really and there's no wrong way to do it right like it's just yeah. like help me <laughs> somebody yeah. help me well then, the, i think the to me, the, the only quote unquote wrong way of doing it yeah. uh, is is to not believe, I guess, or, yeah. or or even sometimes, even if you don't believe, it, it still comes. But but the more uh, I guess trust it can be can be woven into that yeah. experience. Yeah. Um, the sooner or yeah, I mean, the more aware we are of the help, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's beautiful, man. Seven years, dude. So essentially, you are physically a different human being 
now. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. Like and all the cells have, have been replaced now, yeah, seven years. Right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's so, been an amazing gift. And I, I, I mean, prayer, I'll, I'll, I'll say this about that experience in my life. I had, uh, I had tried many different times to stop drinking. Um, it was a compulsion that took a tremendous amount of bandwidth in my thought Mm. life. So if I was at the grocery store, I was thinking about how I could get it, how, like how I could hide it for my family when I had it in the house. Um, thinking about how I could sneak it, thinking about how much I could drink without anyone noticing. Um, like I said earlier, I was a community leader and people would come over, bring drinks. I would combine them when they all left. I would drink them when they left. And, and, And somebody, somebody called me out in a really thoughtful way and they go, and, and I had made a terrible fool of myself many times in front of lots of people, mm. but she, not in front of this person, this person uh, says, what might life be like without drinking for you? Yeah. What might God huh. have for you? Yeah. Yeah. Not to say he was withholding or God was withholding, they were withholding, but, but it's a different receptive state when yeah. You have original thoughts that aren't filtered by something else. And right. that was a challenge enough for me that it really wow. was enough. And I asked for help. I actually asked for help, you know, from God and the universe and others. Yes. And help came. And then interestingly, uh, my wife and I were praying together with uh-huh. somebody about something else, not even drinking, about just another yeah. difficult time we were having. And the person goes, has anybody asked for the compulsion to drink to be for Ron, for the compulsion to leave Ron? Yes. And my wife and I looked at each other. We just thought like, yeah, right. Okay. (laughs) And, and he goes, just do that. And my wife put her hand on my shoulder and she said it exactly like this. God, please remove the compulsion for my husband to drink. It was like yeah. as half-assed and as like weak sauce as could possibly <laughs> have been prayed. And um, I can't tell you if there was like a moment that the compulsion was gone in an instant, uh-huh. but in my best memory, I can't remember having that compulsion anymore. Oh, wow. Now wow. I continue to go to meetings. I continue sure. to do yeah. AA work. I continue yes. to be sponsored and to sponsor. Yes. I still am a part of, of sober communities. Cool. Um, but the bandwidth issue, man, it all yeah. changed. Oof. It all changed. Like being able wow. to go to a restaurant and not think about that, being yeah. able to be at a barbecue or a bar or something like that and not, and not obsess about drinking. And I, and I think that what's interesting about addiction is we live in the age of dopamine. Dopamine is is like yes. delivered all yes. the time, no matter what. Yeah. And and we're most of us are addicts of some kind to something. Sure. Yeah. And absolutely. We, and we know that feeling of like, I don't want to be thinking about this anymore. I don't right. want to be doing this thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And um asking for help. That that thing that you hinted at earlier, could life yeah. be different? Yeah. Could my business be different if I yeah. did it? Is it, is it real? Is it possible? Yeah. What it might yeah. be like? Yes. And the answer yeah. is yes. Yeah, yes, it right. is possible. Yeah. It always is possible. And we need podcasts like this to, uh. <laughs> to remind us that it's yeah. possible. It absolutely is. Yeah. It's always, 
there is always an opening. Um, whatever it is you are willing to aim towards, it is always possible. Yeah. So, um, and I, I, I say that because I've seen various changes in my life that mm -hmm. are like, wow, I'm a different person, literally, yeah. wow. you know? Um, I didn't, I didn't used to think this way. Uh, yeah. I didn't used to be believe that I could think this way or act this way. Give or, me an example of that, because I think our yeah. thought of life, that belief around yeah. our reality okay. is very strong. Okay. Here's, here's one. Um, yeah. since I was a kid, uh, oh, or two, 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 two examples real quick. Okay. One, I mentioned that as a kid, I was conditioned having immigrated to, uh, to a country where I had to learn the language mm. uh, during a, my formative years and, and being bullied, but being about quiet. I was conditioned from the early years that I was not a good communicator, mm. that I could never speak in public. Mm. And I was also a terrible writer. Mm. I, to this day, I don't think I'm a very good writer, but I've self-published five books. Mm. <laughs> okay. I don't care if if yeah. anybody thinks, and I'm sure there's somebody out there who's, yeah, George is not a good writer. I don't care because I've overcome. And of yeah. course, I'm sure some people also think George is a fantastic writer. Yeah. And essentially, I have overcome. I didn't believe I, I could ever yeah. be a writer or a speaker. Yeah. And now, of course, you can't get me off video. You can't get me off podcasts. You can't get me off yeah. publishing books and writing blog posts and whatever. Why? How is that possible? I, I, you know, even I would say even 15 years ago, if you told me that this would be my life today, I'd be like, I don't see how that's possible. Oh my gosh. Okay. Example yeah. number one, right? Yeah. Change is possible. Deep change. Yeah. Number that's two right. is that I have always struggled with discipline. Mm. Uh, I hated school yeah. growing up. I was, uh, not only did I hate school, partly, you know, because of the bullying issues, because of, you know, having to learn a different language and, and all that from such a young age, but also because uh, growing up in a, in a, in a, well, in an immigrant uh, Chinese family, mm. I was almost like just about everyone around me was forced to learn like musical instruments and had yeah. to practice and all that stuff. And I hated practicing. I always, I, I always skipped it. And, and of course to now I, I deeply value the idea of practice yeah. and the importance of practice. But back then I hated it. I hated yeah. every moment of it. Yeah. So discipline was always an issue for me. I always stayed up all night writing my, my, doing my homework because I was all day playing video games. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So all throughout school and, and beginning of my career, I had discipline issues. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Prayer was also hard for me. Yeah. Okay. Now I pray spontaneously. Yeah. Now I, I, I love it. Yeah. You know, it, it's an exercise. It's like, it's like a, it's like such a precious uh, tool, such yeah. a precious ability, you know, but, but I, I had to, so discipline, I always hated it. Now uh, having, you know, learned different things and practice different things. Now I, I, I treasure discipline, but it's no longer a, a punitive thing. Mm -hmm. It's not the word discipline. Some right. people hate it because they yeah. fear it right. uh, or they resent it. And now the word discipline is, um, is more of a, 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 a solemn uh, commitment that is mm. calm, joyful uh, respect of kind of my possibilities, you know, wow. and of, you know, and so, and so these are, these are, these are deep 
changes that mm-hmm. I'm so grateful to have witnessed within myself, which makes me believe that even more is possible. And it, it makes me believe that it's possible for others as well. That's right. It is. It is. I was just thinking about, as you were talking about the change of, of communication in your life, Yeah, having consumed your content for a good while and taken a class here and there with you, you're such a good communicator <laughs> and, and are really careful that we're, that we're as li- we as listeners and your clients are hearing what you're saying. And I, and I was also thinking about the moments you have when you have us stop and breathe and, and which is really a, an easy way. That's a time we can pray, even if we're not praying, that's it's right. like recentering yeah. and, and going in there and, and, and also the discipline part, like it's, it, you make it because you're so when I with the discipline that I see from your life is that your consistency with your content, right? Everybody knows if you're going to try to do business online world, it's consistency over and over and over. Yeah. It just has to be yeah. consistent. And you have really shown that and in a way that makes it look like you've never had a problem with consistency <laughs> or, or discipline. That's what I meant right. to say. Discipline, sure. right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, and that is a, that's a miracle. So now you're the miracle talking to us saying, oh, I've made it guys. I'm on the other side. And if it's possible for me, it's possible for you. Yeah. You know, it, the word miracle is interesting because, uh, when it comes to writing or videos or, yeah. or, or, or creating, you know, online courses, whatever, it's like the initial stage is a blank page, right? And I am always, I literally use that word like miracle. Like after I've written mm. an article, I'm like, that was a miracle. How, how did that happen? <laughs> it, was, it was blank. Yeah. And then I wrestled through that hour. Yeah. Uh, and, and then the, the wrestling doesn't have to be suffering. Like I used to suffer through that, through that with, with, with school and everything. But it's like, I've learned to wrestle joyfully. And mm. it's not that this, it's, it's not like crinkle fun, but yeah. it's, it's, it's more like I've learned to, be patient and to be curious mm. and to play and to experiment and to say, what about this? What about that? Wow. And to know that there is more to experiment with at every moment, mm. that, that there's, an, there's always an opening if I allow myself to say, well, let me just try that. Let me yeah. just type that out or let me just say that out and see what happens. Wow. And, uh, and, and like I said, at the end, it's like, oh, oh my gosh, I have something here. Okay. Let me organize this now into something. Oh my gosh. Now there's an article, like almost every article, there's a feeling of the miraculous. Yeah. And so it's like that miracle isn't just 10 years later, look at me, but it's like every day there's that possibility, you know, And, and it's really, it's a, it's a day by day trusting that, you know, I don't know how I've been brought here, but I have. And this is true for everybody listening yeah. right now. Yeah. We don't know how you've been brought here, but you have. That's Through right. the ups and downs, you are here right now. Yeah. And you don't know how, but you're going to be brought through. Through all the ups and That's downs right. in the coming years, in the coming day, you're going to be brought through. Yeah. And so yeah. You, can, you can trust that. Oh, that's so good, man. Oh, I've got goosebumps. Man, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. you sharing this. Uh, miracle is the word I'm taking away from our conversation yes. today. And <laughs> and knowing that they can be quick and they can take a lot of time 
and and I think in a lot of time is actually where the best, most integrated transformation happens. And that's right. That's so good. But George, the transformation where... is is happening today. I mean, it has mm. to happen today if it's going to happen in the long term. Right. You're, to, yes. Just to be open to that, to trust yeah. that yeah. this hour there is a transformation. It could be a small one, but there is one here. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I, that's because you, you're right. There's the it's it's heating your call, right? The, yes. yes. You, you, there's a quickening. You know it's ha- like you know there's something here. You know yes. Yes. you feel it. Yes. Well, then what's the next step? Well, the next right step is to make a decision. Yes. I'm gonna take this as a signal. I'm gonna take yes. this as a sign that I need to take one yeah. step into this. Yes, yes. And that might be asking for help. It might be picking up the phone and calling somebody. Yes. It might be signing up for something. It, it could, yes. There's all kinds of ways to take the next right step. But yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah. You got to put action to it because it's yeah. a signal to your nervous system and to your body that you mean yes. business <laughs> and yes. to the universe yes. that you're yeah. participating. You're in the dance. I'm in. Yes. I'm so glad you said that. That's great. George, where can people find you? Where can people find your great well, I'm, content? I'm grateful to say they can just Google me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They could just, you know, go to the search engine, whatever search engine you want, Google, Facebook, YouTube, and just yeah. type in my name. My name is George Cow. Last name is spelled K-A-O, three letters, K-A-O. Uh, George Cow, and uh, you'll find you'll find me where you need to find me. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, any any entrepreneurs out there who have really wrestled with the marketing and the self promotion and sales, George, is really good. Um, great, great course on conscious money relationship, which I think is super cool. Um, and you've got more stuff coming out all the time. Yeah. It's it's impressive. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Dude, thank, thank you, you so much for joining me here today. Thank you, Ron. I really, really appreciate this. it. Yeah. Take care, man.